Vanessa Ragland and I'm Cole Stratton. Just kidding. Vanessa's recording this all by herself. Welcome to the uh, 2015 Pop My Cork episode. It is like it's the year in review of 2015, even though it's 2016 now. This is part one. I hope you enjoy it. We have a bunch of great guests. We had so much fun talking. But I just wanted to tell you guys that uh, if you're not doing anything this coming Sunday, now you should be. Um, Cole and I are going to be at the amazing SF Sketch Fest on Sunday. And at 12.30 p.m., we are going to have Fred Willard on our live Pop My Culture podcast at the Eureka Theater. We would love, love, love for you to join us. You can check out sfsketchfest.com and find the info about our show, but we would love, love to see you there and talk to you after the show. And I mean, it's Fred Willard. I'm really excited and nervous and scared, and I don't know what I'm going to have the wizard ask him. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Bing, boom, bing. Hey, and when it's just me and it's not Cole, we don't have to do any housekeeping. Booyah. Uh, welcome to uh, Pop My Culture's yearly Pop My Cork episode, where we bring back a bunch of our favorite returning guests to talk about who they slept with. Uh, but let's uh, let's go around and introduce everybody so people can know what their voices are like. Though with this group, I don't think there will be any problems. Uh, I'm Cole Stratton. I am Vanessa Raglan, and this go. is my voice. There it is. I'm Guy Branham. I'm a Scorpio. Nice. Me too. Oh. I'm Janet Varney. I'm Pamela Adlon's best friend. Oh, oh, I. No, it's Vanessa. What have uh, you said before? Oh, you were saying you slept because with Wayne. Because I'm saying I'm, right, I slept right, with Wayne. A lot of people yeah. slept with it Wayne. It was a callback, but oh, I realized that was five seconds ago. You so probably I loved it. I loved it. Wayne impressive tail. <laughs> no. Really? That's oh, the name yes. of this episode, by the way. This impressive is all we're going to talk about. We're going to keep coming back to Wayne Fetterman. Hi, this is obviously Wayne Fetterman. Obviously. Pamela Adline, Happy New Year. There we go. So we're going to go around and... Uh, Avery on drums. <laughs> yeah, Avery on the can. He is a musician. Yeah, I do everything. No Avery Pearson, what's up, guys? See? Yeah, we should say we're not recording this at either of our places. No. We're recording this in a beautiful new podcast space. This That's is the first right. time here, right? Yeah. Our first this time here. Yeah, it's okay. gorgeous. Is there an official name we should say right now? It's a Hollywood Improv Podcast Studio. Oh, isn't there a name of a like? A I thought management we had to say group? Sideshow. Yeah. Or oh, something? it's Levity. Oh yeah, it's Sideshow Network. Yeah, <laughs> well, Sideshow there's a lot Network. of things about this room. They're all true. <laughs> well, we're recording it in here this year, which is really fun. Um, it Come didn't on re- in. Didn't require hat us to guys, take, uh, take off the hat. Get on the table. Wait, you want to see what's under that hat? This is going to be a good one, guys. Oh, it's so, working. It's working. We each, uh, we each made a list of our five favorite things from the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be anything. We I each made a list worry. of our five least favorite things, as well as a song that we loved and a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through all that. We're splitting it into two episodes. So this is the first one. So this is the best. We're going to start on a positive note of 2015. Uh, we'll go through our list. We'll discuss them. And um, I'm sure it will get very heated. Yeah, it will. Uh, so I guess I will start. I'll break the uh, proverbial cherry here, and, Ew, uh, break and I was the gross. Cherry. That's yes. not disgusting. Ew, disgusting. Did you pop no. a cherry? No, you gotta break it. a couple of cherries to make an omelet. That's that's the expression, right? For Willy uh, Wonka, right? Oh my God. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, 
I didn't, you know, I'm just trying to take some of the the heat off of Fetterman sleeping with everyone at this table. Oh. Uh, I don't know which list Fetterman's going to end up on. I want to uh, talk but... to Guy <laughs> about some things. Ooh. Go ahead, Cole. All right, here we go. Uh, so my number one, uh, it was hard for me to pick one television show this year. Is this in order, just so I know, or is this just... No, it's just five things. Got it, go. Uh, my number one is kind of TV stepping up its game this year because it was pretty phenomenal, and three shows in particular for me... Like I thought were amazing. Mr. Wait, Robot. your number one has three. Well, because I couldn't Wayne, pick one the show. Rules are fluid. It's I a got fun it. Time. We're just, just trying to. Fluid. He has trouble ahead, with that. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Mr. Robot, Fargo, oh. and Better Call Saul were all right. phenomenal this year. And maybe it's the kind of limited series approach that they all sort of took, and the fact that they're all very theatrical with how they're shot and uh, they take their time. They're very character based, but uh, all three of those were pretty amazing. I thought. I guess we're all in agreement. In fairness, I Wayne, I do want to say he did cheat by listing three things on in I was just saying that. I, I have no problem with you bending the you rules. <laughs> no, that, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use so up three spots. Number two, I feel top like 20 when you're at a restaurant <laughs> and I always feel comfortable okay. being the last to order. So can I be last? Because that gives me, yeah. that makes my brain... Yeah, that's totally fine. Synapse. I will have used up 73 things yeah, in my five, right. so cool. there's not going to be anything left. So far, but. so good. But, like, TV stepping up its game also means, like, as John Landgraf described it, we are at peak TV. There's so much TV that all yeah. of those are shows that I have the best of intentions to I watch. I feel the same way. That's yeah. why I was uh, so quiet. Too much I haven't content. seen that yet. I'm, I'm still trying to slog my way through Jane the Virgin. <laughs> um, but, it like, there's a lot of really good stuff, and there is something kind of scary but exciting about us being Britain where everything is just 10 episodes and then it goes away for a year. It's weird because you get very excited about it, but also you lose track of it. And then there's the mm -hmm. thing uh, of as people who make our living in television, it's like you make a different kind of living off of a 10 episode sh series than you do off of a 24 episode series. Like it is a thing of, I have the job I do in the summer and the job that I do in the winter, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. There, I think there definitely is too much content, which I actually thought of putting on my worst side of things, just because like what? there's so I'm much. I'm gonna have to take uh, issue. Umbridge? Okay. Issue? When Do Mr. Fetterman take takes issue, I'm gonna take issue take with that. One. I don't think there's too much content. Keep going. Oh, it's just like well, it's overwhelming. Your it's, just, no, it's, it's. I find that you'll get into these conversations where you'll be like, "Hey, do you watch this?" And I'm like, "No, no, not yet." And like, just but guys, so you much. have to understand that you just have to let your lives go. Don't <laughs> pursue your friendships. Don't mm -hmm. go to work. Don't do That's anything fair. except catch up. You owe it to television. That's right. Yeah. That's what I've done. Because television. Well, I look loves at you it back. this way. I look at television is becoming. Get ready. Robots. Music. It's becoming <gasps> music. Just think how many artists there are, and that every year, like television now, kind of drops an album, which would be like a season. So those are like drop now. So just think how many options you have for music. Do you feel like though. there's too much music? I don't give a shit about music is the problem. But like <laughs> Catastrophe is just out there and I haven't seen it yet. And oh, it's something it's I do so want to good. see. It is hard to keep track of that. And I don't want to become one of those bags of music yeah. who's constantly talking about all of like all of the niche stuff that they're sorting. Right. No, but that's the way, that's what television is becoming. That's why I'm saying everyone's like, oh, I can't see it all, but that's Normal. the way it's going to be. You think yeah. there's 400 shows now, there's going to be 
1,600 well, shows. I think except that an album is like an hour long yeah, exactly. instead of 10 hours long for a series of 10 episodes. But it's kind of episodes. the same ephemeral stuff now, what you were saying about like, oh, it's 10 episodes. I was looking through to try to think of what my list was, and it's like, I can't believe some of the stuff that came out this year because you binge watch it, and it feels like yeah. it was years yeah. ago. And I'm like, I don't know what happened. I had a great Right. But that's what's yeah. crazy about about everything about television now. I mean, particularly television is that it's like if you're kind of maybe looking trying to find something porny that you would enjoy huh. on the internet sure. instead of just finding the right thing, you're just like, "Oh, you're just so ready and you're fucking you're tapping on your thing what well no I was just thinking about the fact that it used to be that some nice development exec in Burbank decided for me whether a show was good or not right. uh, good enough or not and now I get to decide and I don't know if I like that better or worse mm. nice <laughs> that's nice it's true because you literally have to calm yourself down yeah and I have I have three daughters, 18, 15, and 12, and it's like they're all developmentally like all over the place. But honestly, it's about being able to kind of control all the access you have. You have all access completely all the time. So you sit there and you're like, well, do I do I do this all now? Yeah. And do I just like get off on the thing or whatever? I was talking to one of the I have I have three girls who help me in my life with my with my girls in my life, mm -hmm. babysitters, whatever. Mm -hmm. And one of them, Jen, we were talking about like our favorite shows, and I said, Have you seen Bloodline? She's like, No, I haven't seen that. And we were she said, I was watching Better Call Saul. And I said, I have never seen mm. Better Call Saul. And I said, well, you know, um, Breaking Bad pretty much almost ruined my life. <laughs> Set me back probably like half a year because I was trying to work, raise my daughters at the same time, had to watch every episode. Like it was imperative yeah. for me. Mm -hmm. And it was so huge. It became like my career. It became what I was doing because it was so... Excellent. Yeah, it's great. I mean, and I just think about that one episode. <laughs> like Cole that had to go. Yeah, that's great. Spanish director. Okay, right. with the fly. Controversial. The one with the fly. Yeah. I couldn't even. I couldn't stop. All I wanted to do was watch Breaking Bad and just like sit in my house and not have to do anything. And like, it made me not write like or pursue like getting my show done or any of that yeah. kind of thing. I was doing that instead. Is that me? I'm sorry. Well, it might be my mother. There is the, the interesting way that so many of these shows, especially with like the Netflix and Amazon drops, these things that are structured to be consumed just as like a weekend instead of, you know, right. Wednesday at nine. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that paradigm that we grew up with where yeah. shows were on a certain time is now. It's obviously. It's, I think it's I'm very life. young and I don't remember that time. I was just going to say that's a Fetterman thing. It's all, what are you talking about? There's a network schedule. <laughs> I'm AMC joking. I'm not very young. Oh. So keep going. Cole. Yeah. No, I, 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 we'll I, I get that. It's, like, it's, it's the difference. I think it kind of started like years ago when 24 came out and 24 was like told like in real, real time. I was so into it. And oh, it was that's great. a really great point. And when it came out on DVD, it was one of those things that everybody bought the box and they're like, oh, we can watch this all at once. And you watch four episodes at a time or more or whatever. I think that all of a sudden places started to go, oh shit, this could be a thing. 
And now, since you can stream stuff, it's just like just drop it all at once and let you consume it at your own pace, which is an interesting way to do it, I think. Well, it's just like you you completely you don't get to just get to the place where you light the candles and you lay back and you pull the curtains and whatever. It's You're just like Hanukkah. <laughs> shiva. 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 Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, there's no teas anymore. You just go that's straight right. to there's the... That's right. There's no yeah. foreplay. Yeah, that's it. That's yes. what we're saying. Yeah. There's yeah. no foreplay, and you don't get to, like, build yourself up and say, oh, I'm going to watch, like, oh, Bloodline's on tonight, and then the next episode's on in two weeks. Yeah. Can you, you tell me wait. what Bloodline, just it's, in, a, like, a sentence, what that is? Because oh, I've never seen torn apart. Up family. <laughs> yeah. Done. I, did anybody else... Dysfunctional oh, Florida. So it's on my list too. Yeah. I mean, it's so those performances obsessed, unreal, the best, unreal, the best. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the um, this whole thing, and I think because I have a baby and I have really limited time with other stuff, I do. I have to be like more discerning in what I watch for the first time. Do you have three mm-hmm. girls to take care of the baby? <laughs> <laughs> like Pamela? I don't have a, a staff <laughs> per se, but I I have a dog. Who's <laughs> <laughs> real? Three people. Yeah. Always are you paying? Are you paying social security on the dog? Uh, not, not at this point. But I constantly, love her uh, like constantly I would. putting wishbone on your streaming list. <laughs> I know that is. But I just like I start to bail on things now, which I've never done before. I yeah. was going to say it's affected my. Either it's affected it or it hasn't affected it, but it's drawn attention to the fact that apparently I am busy enough person that I now need to binge watch because I cannot remember with episodic television. Oh, yeah, I when it's like, like I was saying. Not even just it, you see 10 and then it's a year and then you kind of have to go, wait a minute, I need a, like a 15 minute recap of what the first season was because yeah. it was a year ago. But also from week to week now, things that I do watch weekly, something has happened with my attention or I'm more aware of it where I go, what happened last week? Because I'm now yeah. used to seeing eight hours in 24 yeah. hours, you know? You guys Wayne pissed about the chihuahuas? They're very small. I know. <laughs> I know. It's really bad. God, Wayne's oh. leaving. All right. Number well, two. My number two thing was uh, Wayne leaving the party. <laughs> In disgust. We are, are we really on uh, your number two? Yeah, I know, right? My number two. Thank uh, episode seven well, of it's Best number one. Yeah, this okay, it does take a while sometimes. Uh, number two. Um, I like, by the way, I just want to say I like how serious Goal is about this. Somebody's got to keep it. goddamn time. Keeping this thing it's nice, going. Nice. Go. Um, number two. Uh, Wayne last apparently night, is I refereeing a rugby game. Sorry. Last night I saw the road show of Quentin Tarantino's Hateful Eight. Oh, with the and um, orchestra? I, I, I know this is going to be very differing opinions on this, Jen. It's already shaking her head. Um, Retro. I like, here's why it's on my best of list. Not necessarily for the film itself, which I really enjoyed, but more so like the event side of it, shooting something in 70 millimeter, giving a program out, having an overture and an intermission. Like, I just love that kind of thing. And it's what they used to always do. Like some of the best, my favorite movies ever have like, it's a mad, 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 mad world. If you look at that on Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, it has the overture and everything on it. And we shot super wide and like, it was like a different thing. It was like a big event. And like now when people go to the movies, it's like you're lucky if they're not looking at their phone the entire time, more than that later. But I just liked the event side Ooh. of the whole thing. And I just thought it was cool. And like, obviously a lot of places can't show it in 70. So it's only at certain theaters and stuff. But I don't Where know. I did thought you that was see it? Uh, the Landmark. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. So it disgusted a lot of old people. But uh, it was fun to see it. <laughs> so I yeah, haven't that's seen my, it, but I feel like Janet has an opinion. Two. But Janet, feel free to. Uh, well, by the it's, way, on that my, is, it's on my worst. Right, oh, we oh, yeah. to then we'll talk about it there. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really loved it as well. Um, we'll discuss it on Janet's worst. Okay. We'll yeah. get into it. We'll for sure do it there. Uh, my number three, uh, one of my favorite 
uh, singer songwriters is Ryan Adams, and I absolutely loved yes. his Taylor his Taylor Swift 1989 uh, cover. It, you did not. I was not. An, I was th- I was thoroughly annoyed that we spent the end of the year talking about how great this straight dude making boring versions of fun songs <laughs> was. So that's a that's a valid point. When I hear it like that, I'm on your side. <laughs> What cracked me up about it was like I thought it was great, but I now love I Ryan Adams. I want to look it up because I don't know this. He reinterprets at all. it. There's some songs I think that he slowed down and made kind of yawny, but there's yeah. other songs like some, all you wanted, you all you had to do was stay. I thought beautiful. he made better. Like uh-huh. that version's fantastic. And I do love living in a world of reinterpretations of songs sure. where it's not just all about production and stuff, and it really is sort of about taking those words and and that music and and finding new meanings in it. Um, I just are our knee-jerk dismissal of culture that is intended for 14-year-old girls, I am just pisses me off because it's about disrespecting 14-year-old girls and their experiences. No, I, I get that. Yeah. But, I, but I also think That's that people great... like really love that album. Wait, but yeah. what are you talking both. about? What, what was the thing with Ryan Adams that was disrespecting them. Well, no, no, no. Not that it was disrespectful. He, I believe he did it as a he gesture loves, he loves of, of respect. That he, no, but I'm asking, like, I don't even know what you're referring the to. The project itself. Yeah, some people just assume stuff that's aimed at teenagers is for idiots, and they really, like, dumb it down or whatever, and like, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think Taylor Swift actually makes pretty great music, and she's evolving as an artist. Oh, but he, he did her... He, he took the whole album and just it. re-recorded oh, it. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Start to finish, and, like, some stuff, some versions I think are better than hers. Some versions I don't think are as good, but uh-huh. I think it's an interesting thing. And he puts an album out like every 15 minutes. So like, yeah. if you look at the iTunes reviews, it was funny because there's a lot of one stars in there. And people are like, why did he even bother with this? It was like, <laughs> dude, wait 30 minutes and he'll put another album out. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. And that's your favorite musical moment of the year. Well, I liked a lot of other it's things. one of but his tops. That's one of the things that I like really was impressed by and listened to a lot. So yeah. I just, that's what I put down. Um, there's other things mm-hmm. I definitely like, but I had a harder time, like albums start to finish, which is, I think it's a lost thing too. Albums in general, like everything's bite-sized now. So it's like, I like this one song that was the single. I didn't listen to the rest or I listened to it on shuffle. So it had no flow to it because it didn't go start to finish. So if TV like is to. the new music, what's music? I, mm-hmm. It's the new comic strip. Taking A to Z. Okay. Yeah. That's what this, this Brady can do. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. Uh, I'm gonna pass on that. I don't know. <laughs> the new music is like um, Instagram and Snapchat. Oh, mm-hmm. well, music now obviously That's is right. Spotify, right? That's the new music now that people don't even bother right. with a CD yeah. or even owning, even even buying MP3s anymore. Well, don't people almost like don't consider an album until something like Adele happens, right? And then it's like, oh, I want that. Well, maybe that was Ryan Adams' kind of response to that. Is sort of oh. like now, like if you have to go concept if you want to cut an album. Oh, that's anymore. a lovely point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that makes that's great. Great point. By the way, I haven't heard it, and I don't know the Taylor Swift song, so. <laughs> I don't know the original. I don't think covers, you need to because I only knew some of them. Is this yeah. the yeah. album 1989? Oh, I'm a huge fan of when uh, Kozilek does that. So. 1989, yeah. All right, yeah. That's, that sounds as good as their 68 album. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Oh, oh you are? 68 is it as, as, as Taylor Swift's mom's cover oh, album. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 
like what God, when guy said when guy said um uh, uh uh just like uh, some dude some older dude like taking and making boring versions of fun songs i was like oh mark oh, kozilek that's a love mm-hmm. that cole and i share deeply what is mark kozilek he's just a he's a guy who kind of has been doing that for a really long time like he did he's done a bunch of acdc covers that are just like extremely spare with just him and a guitar sounding mournful we used to do this thing when we would drive up to Sketchfest. Yeah. We'd just go back and forth, just trying to think of the funnest songs we could, and then sing them like super slow. And really mournful. And so Aww. that actually led to us covering the Ghostbusters song. Yeah. Like super slow and acoustic. With Can harmonies. we hear it? All I remember is yeah. hit it. in oh. the neighborhood. Who are you, you gonna, gonna call? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like basically that. Oh my um, god, that was so great! I didn't want it to stop. <laughs> I did. But my favorite part was the "Let me boy. tell you something." Oh yeah. <laughs> What's that? Busting makes me feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's what that came out of. Many years many since years. we did that. Wow. So I'm amazed that we both remember. We used to do that like at a comedy show. We'd cover that, and we'd do like an in memoriam segment of ghosts. Oh. And it slides up. Slimer, it's so slimer. It's so dumb, uh, but yeah, we love doing that. Anyways, uh, number four, uh, Back to the Future Day, October twenty first, oh, uh, yeah. two thousand fifteen. Oh, that made it that onto was a list. Amazing. That was rad, and just the fact yeah. that I was around for it, and it's just like just, th- just things are starting to happen now. Where you're like, oh, was that really? 25 years ago? Yeah. Was that really 30 years ago or whatever? Just every year I know that when we're programming Sketchfest and we're doing these reunions, we're like, oh, it's the 30th of the thing I saw on the theater. Holy mm, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's a trip. Um, but just the fact that they they put it back in theaters. We did a big Doug Benson movie interruption of it in San Francisco, which was really fun. And like just all these people showing up in these amazing like Marty McFly, future Marty McFly outfits that probably cost them thousands of dollars <laughs> to put together. Because yeah. people were selling the hoverboards online like that replicas for like $200 and stuff. Uh, but it was really fun, and I just love shit like that, and I hope oh. we do more of that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Anything that, like, brings people back to the theater to watch something communally that they all love, because it's like that experience is going away. Like, people are just streaming and watching shit at home, and when you do go to the theaters, it's annoying half the time because people aren't watching, and they're talking, they're on their phones, whatever. Not that that's a new thing. People have always talked through movies, but, like, it's really something great when you get and especially this case it was like a thousand plus people in, in the and same room. And who know room. the movie. They too. know the movie. They quote the right parts. They're laughing yeah. and everything. It's just, there's something magical about that. Well, also, you know what? I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. This this really reminds me of something that happened to me with my daughters like um, two or three weeks ago. I My uh, middle daughter, she came back from Europe and she wanted to get her, her hair done at a salon where our friend who we go to the renaissance fair with every year <laughs> she works at 901 salon and so i live across the street from there okay <laughs> so you're probably gonna know what i'm gonna say but we go to the salon it's a sunday the farmer's market's there yeah and oh you probably live across the one uh, from in West Hollywood on Santa Monica. Yes, because the other ones in West Hollywood on Melrose. No, I'm at the Santa okay. Monica one. Yes. So we go there, and there's this huge line. There's 150 people, and so I have to park like uh, almost at Santa Monica Boulevard. We're in Melrose Place, so I go down, and I'm at the meter, and this woman, I said to her what are you guys doing? What, what are you lining up for? And she said, it's the Seinfeld set. 
that oh, whole apartment yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I said, what do you mean? She said, my boyfriend wants to see the Seinfeld apartment. I said, but is he there? Are they there? And she said, no. And so <laughs> I started thinking, this is fucking crazy. Are these people crazy? Whatever. And then I realized this was a really cool thing because it's something that people were passionate about. They were online for hours. And people were posting pictures all over. I had so many people on Instagram that I saw like in that apartment. And it made me, I was out of town and I was like, I would have actually done that. And then I had to think about like, what is that about me? What do I want from that? I don't know, but it would have felt good. It was so interesting to me because I was talking to the people who were going there and they just wanted to be part of it. Yeah, it's like you get to be a part of your... I felt Something prideful because I was like, this is like a Jewish thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> but at a point so. in time when Hulu is like, has every episode of Seinfeld waiting for you on your phone at yeah. a point in time when you could watch back to the future anytime that it isn't special the way that it was that when they would bring a movie back out yeah. or like when, Oh, like, uh, you know, um, What's the, you know the episode you love so much happened to be on the air in a rerun, and so we do have to sort of create these moments to like get excited about something yeah. again. Yeah. I saw somebody tweeted something like, "I can't wait to watch the Revenant on the Apple Watch." <laughs> I thought it was really I mean, funny. How crazy is that? <laughs> but to me, it was like it wasn't That's really funny. You know, LA is so messed up or whatever. It was like people looked at their phones they looked at twitter that's where they got the thing yeah. or the or facebook that the house was there and they waited and they weren't being la jaded and trying to get tickets they just stood there for hours. There to was go. probably a VIP line, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> right? There had to be a rope. Yeah. There was no rope. There was no rope but you're right. And you're right. Like, it, it just felt organic, like a thing that people were just getting back to, like, a kind of a thing that was resonating in them that didn't have to do with something that they could get immediate yeah. gratification mm. that yeah. we all, you know... Yet. And how did so, your daughter's hair turn out? Yeah, that's the big question. Yeah. She's upset. Ah. <laughs> okay, two questions. Two questions. A, did you tip? I I gave Amber a hundred dollars Christmas oh, over Christmas over what it cost Christmas. Love it for a haircut. Your daughter Christmas. was crying. Disappointed about. It. <laughs> was she crying? It was because she she's blonde and she went dark. So oh, that's a big two, that's a big jump. And she's so cute. Yeah. Mm. Do you think she'll get used to it? How recently was this? She looks hot. She knows. Yeah, she'll get used to it. It's good. It's good. Yeah, that's great. It's okay, good. okay. Amber turned out. What was well. the second thing? No, that was it. That was it. Okay. I was going to ask how much the, it cost, but now that you tipped 100 I'm like, yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> well, let's Weirdly, do a, $5. Let's do a it's a weird $5 haircut. That's let's do a fifth thing. Okay. Wait, but can I off. just interject? Sure. And yeah, I yeah. hate to be oh, adversarial. God. No, you don't. But I feel like that statement about that nobody goes to theaters anymore and we all watch stuff streaming i just feel like it's not true like look what's happening with star wars four, yeah the force awakens yeah, or whatever I, I the th- name of that movie is i think is. there's still a thing with event pictures but i think in general i mean there's people are still always gonna go the fact that like there's less well there are, you get i get those notifications all the time they're like oh looks at the box office took another hit it no one's going like what I'm, heterosexual man went to carol in the theaters mm. like you know no, but to- that's not again i get you're talking about a niche movie but i feel like people do go out on dates to movies like i feel uh, like that's still across the world but i would say that like, I, I agree i, I just uh, feel like it's going 
down. Like I feel like like it's it's transitioning how we watch things. And I f- like I even I go to the theater a lot. Like I don't go as much as I used to because I'll be like it's something that I'm on the fence about. I'll be like, well, it'll be on demand uh-huh, uh-huh. in like 25 minutes. Yeah. So why do I need to bother but going? Could, where right, I was but you will. Before. But theater goers are basically 18 to 35. Like that's the main people to go to the movies. That's why movies are written the way they are. So I just I just feel like it's not that's not a true thing. I hope you're right because I love that I, experience. But we'll but, find out. We can look. But I feel up. like yeah. in 1978, <laughs> you you were, regular, that, you were regularly making movies for not 18 to 35. No year olds. question, question. Yeah. Well, yeah, but they said the same thing. Hundred like percent in the 50s, like when TV came around, like that was the end of movies. That everyone will be able to watch yeah. movies on and. There's still a movie industry. There's st- we're still Back to the Future in '85 that we celebrated with you. Yeah, I mean, I I hope that that it continues. It's just hard to say. I just feel like in the last five years, even like now that home technology is to the point where you can stream, right? It wasn't right. before. I might be wrong. Like I hope that's going to be my I theme tonight. Wrong. I might I be wrong. wrong. I love hearing um, Cole say now that home technology is. <laughs> it just, it, I mean, it Doesn't is. That sound guys should come uh, over to my house and watch Jane the Virgin with my twelve-year-old daughter because she's obsessed with it. It's the best Wait, show. What do you think she about Britney's it. cameo? Oh, I still haven't gotten there. Oh, I'm slogging my go. way through. I thought she looks dead in her eyes, but her who, dance is who? back. Brittany, when she had a cameo, I got really excited. Talking about Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Who else am I using? I feel like we need to, cons- to talk about Clinton. We need to <laughs> conserve our uses of Britney. We're going to get like 48 hours of lucidity from her every two years. <laughs> and we just need to, you know, time it perfectly Parson for Hawkins. a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. <laughs> All right, number five, or we'll never get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number five was uh, this show has actually been running for a while prior to 2015. But that's when I saw it. Uh, Sleep No More is this off-Broadway show that I resisted forever because on paper it sounds like the most pretentious thing in the world, but Jenny really wanted to see it, and this last trip, we always go for about a week and we see like 10 shows. We just mm-hmm. go to a bunch of stuff, and I was who? like- Who? You and who? My wife, Jenny. So I said- You're gonna get a gay boner from Sleep No More, right? Yeah. Say it. You'll get a gay boner from Sleep No More. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so basically, like, it's this, it's this interactive theater thing. It's off oh. Broadway. It's in like the Meatpacking District. I think it's where it is. And the you 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 have to reserve your tickets because it's always sold out. And they do different seatings, right? So it's like you six thirty, six forty five, seven o'clock, and there's always a long line waiting to get in. When you get in, there's kind of like a lounge area that's like nineteen thirties style, like speakeasy with like a singer doing like Billy Holiday stuff or whatever. Right. You get a mask. Every single audience member is given a mask. And I warn you, this is gonna sound pretentious and awful. You're given a mask. I hate it already. You, you <laughs> no. go in hate it already. I was the most skeptical person for this thing. You go in in different like groups. You go oh, in an elevator. God, this is the person well, who's with in the there. point that home technology is at right now, <laughs> this is no, what we trust need. Me. Trust me, I was. <laughs> keep going. I was. Keep going. I, was I, know about this show. I know about this show. So you're in the elevator, and they're like, they give you like the ground rules of like, keep your mask on at all times. People not wearing masks <laughs> for the actors. Um, break up in your groups. Don't go with people. Like explore on your own because uh-huh. it's like it's made it to look like an old hotel. It's called the Kittrick Hotel. There's 200 rooms. It's sort of like Disney's Haunted Mansion for adults. Mm. So you get pushed in with a mental institution it, on the top floor. There it is. <laughs> and he stopped at the first floor and just to illustrate his point, he goes like, first floor, one person gets off, he pushes them off, and then everybody else goes up to the second uh. floor, basically to demonstrate go on your own. And you go in, and it's just like hundreds of people wandering around. All these actors. There's like music playing from Vertigo. That's totally what the score was. It's technically Macbeth, I've been told. I didn't mm-hmm. see that. But mm-hmm. actors are going around doing things. It's just like this crazy 
So wait a minute. Just so let's just be clear about yep. what this. Is. So you could theoretically watch a completely different show than the guy who was on the first yes. floor. Yes, hundred percent. And the guy on the third floor watch something different. And you, you definitely cannot see the same thing. Yeah. Can no you one go can see in between the, the floors? Yeah. There's staircases. You go up and down. You can explore the entire thing. What do you, like when you run into an actor and you look in his eyes? Isn't it like? It's, Come on. There's no words. Come on. There's no words. It's all it's all movement. It's what do you all, mean? It's all mime? It's all it's movement. A mime? Most of the time, of the, time the actors completely ignore you. And I mean completely ignore you. Like if you're standing in their path, they will just push you out of the way. Yeah. Occasionally, oh, they will that. occasionally grab somebody and take yeah. you yeah. away. Like, like, no, trust me, I was. This was me. What you yeah. were doing was okay. me. Yeah. If you were to compare and contrast it to Tony and Tina's wedding, what would you say <laughs> are the similarities? What are the differences? Uh, uh, Tony and Tina's Masks. wedding is from my mom. Um, then th- this thing was like I was totally skeptical. I did not think I was going to like it. I but you can do it at your own pace. The thing is, they say like take ninety minutes, take three hours, whatever. Go at your own pace. You will. You can tell where the actors are because a crowd will be following them from room oh. to room. But I always break off from that and you go explore stuff on your own because right. you're allowed to touch anything. Um, except an actor. You can't touch an actor. Except an actor. But you can open up drawers. Hollywood. You can look through stuff. Yeah, there was one in Hollywood they did with Ivanka, the- Ivanka, what was it called? It was like yeah, a they... Russian- It was at the, the Hollywood Union yep. by the- on, a, on Highland? Yeah, by yeah. the bowl. Yep. But this is not the kind of thing I know. I, would I know. Be into. I'm getting. It's, it's probably more elevated than it's, that. But yeah. it's just it, the the aesthetic of it is pretty amazing. The vibe, the feel of it. How it's a really it's really dark and and like low lit. Like tell it me really, about the mask. Is it like uh, Casper? The mask is ridiculous. It's the but mask is stupid. It. It's it's like a fan. It's like a double sided phantom mask with a I've big nose. I've been twice, Wayne. What? Yeah, and I was just as skeptical. Del- skeptical. You were, I you was worse. skeptical as well. So now each time, did you go for a different? I'm super curious. Did you go for a different floor? No, uh, the first time I went, I did not like I I aggressively avoided all of the actors at the entire time because right. um, and not to piggyback on you. I didn't put no, this on my list, please, but I please. should have. I went once last year and I went once, th- once this year is um, it kind of does dovetail into everything we've been talking about because it's so completely immersive okay. and it's so detailed. And I'm such a fan of world building and I don't play video games um, and I'm not on Second Life or anything like that. I, I, I don't do anything like that. I don't know like what Second that. Life is. That's like you can go and you're in a cyber world where everything is. Did you is not listen to NPR sort of in 2012? Listen, there you go. <laughs> anyway, but this is this is a situation where like for me, my experience was um, they actually dump people out on every floor. And my experience yeah. was I was the person who got dumped out but I was dumped out on a secret floor that no one ever gets to go to oh wow and I had this very scary like I didn't know what was happening and it got my adrenaline rushing so much that for the entire time I was there I felt like I was high which I was stone cold sober I didn't even drink in that lounge and I felt like a little kid when you find you create your magical world for yourself like inside someone's closet I felt like I'm a child. Like this is magic and it's scary wow. and it's sexy and it's so weird. It's really weird. And I just because I had that initial totally isolated experience, I didn't want to be around anyone cuz I just wanted to hold on to that feeling like when you're a little kid and you're like I built a fort or yeah. you know, I wandered down into the, the garden and there wasn't anyone there and then I got scared and it was fun. Um and so that's the feeling. And so the second time I went, I couldn't recapture that because I was going for try? the second time. Did you try? No, that I figured that it would be so different that I just was like, well, maybe I'll watch more of the movement kind of the stuff. There's right. the, more and the of the whole acting thing's again and- m- mind 
it's a lot of dance and um I mean what they're doing dance wise is dancing gorgeous. It's dancing really extraordinary and strange. That theoretically that's what supposedly what they're doing. Yeah. But there's no way for you to know that. You can buy you like never... some book at the end that explains who all the characters are right. and what all the relationships was are. A, but when I you're didn't. in there you could be like, Oh, this is the odd couple. I mean right. there's no there's right. nothing that would really tell you it's Macbeth, but it's just like the aesthetic <laughs> is so cool. Same like, plot, by the way. Same, yeah. exact same plot. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's like outdoor, indoor, indoor areas that like look like you're outside, like a forest you go through. All a right, graveyard right. Well, and stuff. I, I will yeah. say what it does, what is compelling is that both of you came in super skeptical yeah. Fetterman oh, style yeah. and came out changed. Yeah. Enchanted. Now I would say now next time you go to New York, just force yourself like, to just go to it. And right. like, yeah. I tried to keep an open mind, even though I didn't have one. I was like, going to be like, this is going to be the stupidest right. fucking thing. But at least I can check it off the list. We finally went. Yeah. But so you're saying this is better than Hamilton. If I had the choice between this. Yeah, well, go to Hamilton. But, okay. <laughs> don't be a fool. But don't sleep, be a fool. Don't be an idiot. No more. Like, it was, I mean, years I resisted it. Every right. trip she'd want to go and I'd be like, no, and then I just bought tickets to surprise. And I was like, this is what we're doing on Wednesday. And it was like really great. And I'm glad I did it. When he says the aesthetic, I mean, I can't emphasize enough the world building of it like this room that we're in right now is yeah. set up to look like sort of a speakeasy or like a you know it's sort of got this kind of pretend exposed brick and like bookshelves and stuff it is like this times a million like a q-tip of this of that i mean the detail goes down to um there's that that one room that's like the sewing room mm -hmm. there are like a thousand thimbles that are made out of sand like someone has Whoa. taken sand packed it inside a thimble turned it over and then placed it somewhere. And if you touch the thimble, because you can touch everything, the sand just goes, <gasps> I mean, it is crazy detail. You can wow. touch everything? You can touch everything. You oh, can open awesome. drawers. You can, you, the only place you can't go is if you, you try to go to a door and it's locked, you can't get in. I just can't it. believe you just said a thousand thimbles no, it is, made out of sand. That's what I noticed the but second time. My favorite Jimi Hendrix album. Bananas. It's bananas. It's nuts. And like, right. I just recommend it. So sleep yeah. no more. What's the name of it again? Sleep no more. Sleep. No, yeah. no more. Okay. It's it's cool. Those are I my five it guys. Down for us. Yay. Thank, you, thank you. We're gonna go. We're I forgot going. that we were supposed to do five, so I did ten. But don't worry, I'm gonna narrow it down to five. I'm just picking them on the fly. Um, I'm gonna start with catastrophe. Have you guys watched? I it? haven't seen it yet. I love Rob Delaney. I can't wait to see it. It's like I can't. That's it's a TV so, show. It's a TV show yep. via Amazon. Mm -hmm. Genius. Um, it is it's beautiful. Beautifully acted. It is beautiful. so funny. I love Rob as a comic and like a writer on Twitter, like he's just so funny and so unique. And it was hard before it came out thinking of like, how is that going to translate to a, a story? And it's perfect. I mean, so it's the good. same way. It's like dirty with heart, with His everything. voice dovetails with what they're doing. Like it works yes. on television so much better than I thought it would. And Sharon Horgan is so oh amazing. God. She's so good. And what they go through together, I feel like it's so... It's so weird because his voice is what you would think of as like it's so like hyperbolic and crazy, but grounded in those characters, it makes so much sense. And what those characters go through together, it's just like. Well, there's something about so laying the practicality of a pregnancy on top yeah. of that. You you can like you can fuck around with like heightened language all you want. There's still a baby coming. Yep. It's real life. Yeah. And there's they've got like you know, uh, green card issues, all these like real life issues tied into the concept. But I just was so impressed with the writing and the performances, especially from people. I love to see when you regard someone mostly as a comedian and then you get to see like what a good straight actor they are Yeah, and how like easily they access their emotions. I don't know. It was just really wonderful. And I wasn't familiar with her until the show. Neither was I. And she like, I was like, who is this famous woman? Like she feels like, a shined a up famous star. Yeah. yeah, like just so elegant and in control. And like, I was just so impressed. And also with like whatever the girl version of Gravitas is, yes. that yes. like, it, you're like, 
I want to see the rom-com that she's in. Yeah, she is not a victim in yeah. any of this. And there's the setup that I think most, not, well, I won't say that, but I think it would be very easy to play in the way that we see it mostly in TV and yeah. movies where it's like, oh no, my stupid fucked up life. And it doesn't feel like that. Right. It feels like a human going through a human thing hmm. and they are head to head. Well, also that thing of for the past 20 years, we've had a lot of, um, girls together and guys still a little yeah. boy and this mm -hmm. had a comfortable sense of the yeah. girls fucked up but that doesn't like fundamentally like stab at her integrity and she's a great teacher yeah. she inspires people and also we get to see people grow together as a couple which most things shy away from it's like he's in the boys club and she needs to clean up his act and in this it's like two people yeah. i don't know i loved it um and i was just i was excited for it before but i couldn't have expected what it was which had so much more heart than i thought it would oh, i can't wait to see it i'm excited that's so good thank you for reinvigorating yeah, my enthusiasm really and yay rob who's a huge hit in england who knew yeah. yeah who knew good for him <laughs> uh and then i have colbert funding every teacher requested grant in south carolina um which is just like how cool is that to do yeah. with your money i had forgotten about it and then i was looking up all the stuff that happened this year and it's like that is what a gift to be so talented. And is it, he from South Carolina? Or? Yeah, right? Yeah. And okay. he partnered with two other places, but they gave over $800,000. Every grant that went through this website, they funded it. And like, I, I don't know. I feel like that is so noble and sweet. And Yeah, he turned his back on Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it inspires a trend because with someone with a huge net worth, that's not an insane impossibility, yeah. you know? It's not like he's as rich as Bill Gates who's doing all these amazing things, but I don't know, it, it feels like someone that's really living up to mm -hmm. their word of like mm -hmm. what they want to be in this world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then doing it not by like, not that other charities are less, but I feel like the, the showier charities are current crises, you know? Right. Like that's where I feel like people go to kind of grandstand about, I'm a good person. Um, even though those things are all deserving. But I think when somebody makes a choice like this to, to support public education mm -hmm. and say the importance of teachers and futures, I don't know, it just like, it makes me weep even to think yeah, about absolutely. it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a great one. Great, 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 great. Now I got to make some choices. I'll say Inside Out for my next oh, one. Great. So good. Speaking oh. of getting weepy. Oh. Bing bong, guys, am I right? Oh, John and I went on a date. And I looked over at him. It John! It's just my stupid fucking husband. <laughs> uh, half the genes of my kid. Uh, but we went, and we haven't gone to the movies together in a while because we're both pretty busy. So usually at nights, like, we just tag team. One of us stays home and we'll do that so that we don't have to always have babysitters. Um, but we went as a date and, like, 10 minutes in like we look at each other and we're both just like sobbing and it never stopped yeah never it never the thing never. is I was expecting up levels of constant crying throughout it and I I definitely cried but I was more just so wrapped by what a smart movie it was so yeah, smart uh, yeah okay well, and can the, I I'm gonna be the oh no there it is not, here we go I'm just not on my you got it's not on my worst things of the year yeah. it's not up to that guy that go raids. go go just say Wayne it Wayne just doesn't I think felt women like should play hockey I felt like it was not a smart movie really wow. I felt like it set up a premise that it didn't pay off on really and, and I was couldn't that's there's nothing more in my wheelhouse than like childhood memories yeah how it affects you like look at the way I dress like that's <laughs> that's my thing that is my Wait, that's so my where, jam. Are you, you sure that this isn't the good dinosaur we're talking about? <laughs> no, no. I was I first of all, just on a side note, 
I thought that volcano movie at the beginning was great. Okay, you yeah. would because you're a man yeah. who yeah. gets to hook up with a fucking hot Can volcano. You guys yeah. not talk about the end what was that? I, I hated it. it. No, no, I'm not going to talk about the end. <laughs> I didn't even feel. I was like, what, who? Yeah, why would she? Why is this happening? Yeah, I was very annoid. You didn't like the, the volcano very movie? Long. No. Very long. Wait, what? Oh, interesting. Interesting. No, no, this is a sidebar. This is they do a short before every. I liked pixel. the look of it because it made okay. me feel like oh. uh, nostalgia. I'll okay, so they set yeah. up. I just don't like volcano fan fiction. <laughs> first of all I just thought they set up uh, the the idea was what that you have these memories as a kid and that they're stored and that they affect you as an, as you get older right but the idea being that having a bad or sad memory yeah, that's was so nefarious yeah. Yeah. that it needed so to be so you're saying that so your memories away. inside should they pushed pushed away those memories. But you're, I feel like you're really diving into the pseudoscience of it. Not at all. Not the, at all. I was like, I was, I really felt like they dropped the ball. No pun intended, because that's what it's all, all about. Those balls. Right. Oh my God. Um, well, let's see what Neil deGrasse Tyson has to say about it. Okay, I'm not going to give away the ending. I'm not going to weigh you with the ending. Teaching little boys and girls that like. That's the your, thing. Your memories are coming. Oh, that's have... why you liked it because you thought it was Remember? good for a kid to see. Well, and I also yeah. just thought, and I, I was also what a nasty down. thing for him. To no, say. I feel like it's, pre- <laughs> I, I feel like it's presumptuous but and I was, like, like. Also very nostalgic about the process of me myself <laughs> uh, as part of growing same up, here. learning, well, learning same, to deal with ambivalence in emotions. I had a move yeah. at that same age. Yeah, like, I had a move. I had a move at that same. Well, age. then let's yeah. go ahead, sister, because I'm about to get pissed. No, but I'm saying then all the fake stuff with Bing Bong and all of that, and like. Like, why are they setting up a weird thing? It was like classic Pixar where there's so many obstacles like of them. I having thought that to... was the flaw, actually. I thought that oh, the, interesting. The, well, that was my one flaw about it. Yeah. I thought that the struggle lasted too long and there was no payoff in terms of like. So you can rebuild to, your memories. We didn't you get can... to celebrate the good things. I don't disagree Just, with that. Because I, I don't felt don't so many emotions the whole time. Yeah. I was, and it was a lot of ups and downs. Like half hour, sadness. 20 minutes in that movie, I was like, this might be my favorite movie of all time. This might be like the new It's a Wonderful Life for me. Yeah. Like, I, that's so how excited it was. And then slowly, slowly, <laughs> drip by drip <laughs> by the end, I was just like, they didn't think this through at all. I thought that they struggled too much. But I thought that overall. You scared me. <laughs> Jamie Flam was hiding yeah. under a desk. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the doubter, but I no, saw. I, I went like the second day. Like the idea of that movie is phenomenal. <laughs> I loved don't it, and I do love okay. what it puts in kids' heads Bring in terms the of things over. And I don't think. Wait, that's... so what happens? Just a quick question. Yeah. With that, this is not going to spoil the sure, movie. Sure, sure, sure. What happened at that soccer game? Like, was that? I mean, I mean the, the ice skating. The you ice mean skating. The, oh, the bad the, the hockey that got game. turned good because oh, people. That's such a wonderful yeah. moment. So and what so, happened? So what? What actually happened? Did she miss it? Did she make it? Was she the hero? Yeah, was she not? She was not the hero. She was not she the not, hero. So she but, created a fake memory. No, no. She was not the hero, and she was sad, and so her parents comforted her, and so did her friends, and that right. became one of her best memories because she realized that happiness isn't winning or losing, and she could only feel that height because she'd gone so low. Wait a minute. Wait. So you're saying. She forgot that she lost. No, the... no. no. Tell me. Okay, I'm. Obviously... It's really moving on. Okay. Right, let's move anyway, on. Anyway, it's move. really good to um, move on, <laughs> so I can fucking see it fresh. Please. Well, I stand by my answers. I stand by um, crazy, disappointing. Movie. Now, what number was that? That was three for that me. Three. I think. Oh gosh, three. I gotta whittle this down. I have one of those, like one answer that's five answers, but you that's can jump around though. I mean, if other people are ready, guy. <laughs> No, 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 we're having Vanessa time. Okay. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks. I'll say transparent. Um, I loved that show too. Obsessed. That's Season another. two. 
Yeah. yeah. And All right, Wayne, how terrible is it? No. <laughs> Great. I love I think that I love that show and I love all the performances. What percentage the of the second season was in Yiddish? I'm going to say around 30%. <laughs> oh my god. And that's a big win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that what beyond that show, what I like what makes me feel so good is there's a lot of normalizing going on right now. And it's like, there's been this horrible phrase, diversity TV or whatever. And I think that's going to disappear because now it's just good TV and people want to hear different stories. And then we're getting amazing actors to do them. And they're, they're not playing it out where like the center of this is a sexuality. They're playing out what happens between people. Well, the specificity of what they are able to achieve, that the comedy comes from them being such entitled West Side douches yes. and like lets you love them but also like laugh at them is wonderful. Yeah. It's really charming. And their actors are so good. I mean like that cast is unexpected and everyone works so well together. I don't know. It was a show that I wasn't I, I wasn't like super excited for. It was more I think I started watching it before I'd heard all the buzz. So I was like, man, what's this? And um I've just been so impressed. And then the second season is just as good. And just to recap, you have two Amazon shows on your top five. That's right. Interesting. <laughs> to you, Amazon. Um, and then my fifth, and I think it's because I'm in it right now. I don't want to brag, but I'm an Amazon Prime member. Keep going. Wow. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Wayne, Wayne That's the gets one his, person at this table. I'll get that joke in two you. days. Wayne gets <laughs> his cat food in two days. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say The Rise of True Crime, uh, which no started last year with Serial, but Serial 2 has started, and that's great. And I loved The Jinx, and now Making a Murderer. Oh, oh Mama. Murderer. What a fucking... Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Again, oh, I thought I wasn't going to be into It'll this. It'll make you sad. And and oh, that, God. It's on so Netflix. Good. No, it's on Netflix. It's a show, 10 episodes. Yeah. You and will not be able to stop watching it. Yeah, and I kept I mean, hearing I really that, was, and I was like, I don't yeah. know. And uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent true. It's so frustrating, and it makes me feel so riled up. That's the bad side is like right. frustration you feel because it's just blatant. Like, oh my god, bad bad things happen. Yeah, yeah. it's like inside out. I feel like women. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> women love true crime more than men. Do you, would you say that that's accurate? Or that's, yeah, I've had that conversation Labor. before, and I I do. I you know what I I don't disagree with that although I don't have any data at all yes to support that at all but I do feel like I've had like anecdotal conversations about that and I and I think that it pertains directly to a conversation I had recently about these two different seasons of Serial because my obsession with the first season is so not matched in terms of this second season. And for me, it, mm. it, I, I can say it's not that I, someone said like, Oh, that's because you want the salaciousness of like the murder of a teenage girl. And I said, no, but I, I do think that once you remove the normal everydayness that was in the first mm -hmm. season of a high school or an office or wherever you're talking yeah. about, and you put it in the already extraordinarily fraught world of our involvement in Afghanistan, et cetera, that's already like five steps further removed for me emotionally than yeah. this idea of something happening in this kind of closed place that's supposed to be safe. Do you I, know what I, I mean? also like, I've started, I've listened to the first two in season two of Serial so far, and I'm kind of like, I don't see how this is going to grab me like season one did, mostly because like the only real what if here is like, why do you walk off? Like, that's really it. 
Whereas in season one, it was like, who did? Is he innocent? But right. if he's not, is who there else could have done it? Booth? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, was there a Best Buy? Yeah. Like, there was all there sorts was, of questions. It created this idea for me and for a lot of people where, like, somehow I felt I could solve it. And there, yeah. and that was yeah. very, very, very attractive. Well, like, this making a murder thing is not fun to watch. Like, it's I not, find serious. I can't like, wait I just, to see that. I know stop. what it's all this, but the guy that was accused of rape. And then acquitted. And acquitted. Yeah. Ruining everything. No, no that's not ruining. That's, 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 that's really in the description. Thing, but now what's happening? That, that's pre. Yeah. That's pre this but series. The, yeah. Like the characters, and they have so much videotape because of the courtroom. I'll tell you stuff. what. Those phone calls, and I'm not spoiling oh anything. Oh my god. Those phone calls should win Pulitzer prizes. <laughs> right. Just the phone calls. You don't see anyone talking. How do they There's get these them, short, though? real because phone they recall, calls. They record everything on, from a prison and stuff. Yeah. I was like, this is Sam Shepard better. Like it's every. Oh my god. It's so good. I mean, just a question. You can't write that. Do you know what I mean? You can't write that, and it's so good. Is it Pulitzer or Pulitzer? It's both. It's both. Okay. I love those. (laughs) (laughs) I love those. As far as prizes go, that's the top. Yeah. As it goes, publisher, clearinghouse. (laughs) (laughs) Pulitzer or Pulitzer? Pulitzer. Peabody. Peabody, yeah. Is it often or often or thingy? I'm curious. I'm endlessly curious. I always just follow whatever the other person says. By the way, can I I say one thing? And this is going to sound like a slam on Cole, but it's not. But I do appreciate the one per number. Oh, thank you. Let's keep going. After my first one, like I didn't know I went to one. Get quartz, of course. Because I could have not. There was multiple God random. Okay. Um, my number one is uh, Tangerine. Um, oh, that, it is the... The Led Zeppelin song? No, uh, it is um, a, a movie that was shot on iPhones on Santa Monica Boulevard about two trans sex workers. And one of them is uh, has been in jail got out, found out that her man slash pimp has been fucking another woman and goes to find him. And it is the funniest, happiest, best movie I have seen. Like, where did, Can we, I just ask where you saw it? Oh, the thing is, it's, it's waiting for you on Netflix. Yeah. It's just yeah. sitting there oh, on okay. Netflix waiting for you. It's like you, so physically beautiful. Right. And it's so, it's so fun. Like, I... I go to so many comedies in the theater wanting to have a happy experience and don't really get it. And that this movie was so delightful the whole time. And the thing is the, the two primary actresses, um, one of them is giving you so much frenetic energy that you almost are just registering her as annoying woman on the bus until you realize that this is a performance and she is just giving you flawless, that trans prostitute at the Mm. corner of Santa Monica and Highlands, Mm. but like goes on a fucking journey and they are so smart and they are so funny and it doesn't shy away from the darker truths of their lives and it it really is sort of an interesting counterpoint to a lot of the transness that we have gotten over the course of us being exposed to it as a reality has been, you know, nice white people who went to college. And mm. this is a different shade of things and it's wonderful. Um, and it involves a shitty show at Hamburger Mary's that so ah. many of us in this room <laughs> can identify with. Uh, um, second one, Wayne, you're going to be offended because it is two things in one. <laughs> um, I'm out of here. Wait, yeah. wait, wait till you get to my list. I do the same. I'm going to be. Um, it's, ba- it's basically that the death of the multicam has involved a lot of things that are technically comedies that don't have a whole lot of jokes in them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm probably the only person in the room who watches Fresh Off the Boat, but it's the funniest goddamn no, show. And Constance Wu is 
the best thing on television right now. And I mean, mm-hmm. there are some heavy hitters on like in ABC's family comedies, but she is so far and away the most spectacular thing on broadcast television right now. Uh, and then Unbreakable Kimmy Schmitz, which was like a completely different experience of like one weekend of just watching something and the amount that I cried just from watching that show because it was so funny, but like it's fundamental message of like, of feminism is about women and gay guys backing each other up and taking care of each other. Like it's such an interesting spin on like Mary and Rhoda that uh, I, while still being very, very weird, it was delightful. All right. Agree. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Third the thing will be controversial if anyone is aware Love of it, it. yet Love again. It. Uh, the musical thing that I will say from this past year that delighted and excited me most was Macklemore's Downtown. Now, oh. does anyone want to tell me how stupid I am? No. Wait, but- that video though? Uh, the video, like... Can we? It is... Camptastic. It is the um, most delightful, fun. Yes. I don't even yeah. know that one because so, I'm obsessed with him. So, so it was basically Macklemore making a Walk This Way style mashup of 80s rap. But instead of it being Aerosmith on the other side, it's a delightful approximation of Queen. And you're not supposed to say that. You're not supposed to say that anything could compare to Queen. <laughs> right, but the song right. is so thickly like just studded with references to to Queen. And it is sort of this interesting attempt to reconcile old school hip hop with faggoty flamboyance. Yeah. Um, and I think that was in the liner I'm notes. So yes. That's exactly, that's what the byline of the video should be too. The yes. video is the most delightful, like candy, candy, candy. Silly, it makes you so happy to watch it. But the whole time, I, like, cause I became aware of it while I was working at the VMAs and you just have to watch all of this shit and sort of like be yeah. ready to, to write some jokes about it. And I watched it and I was like, all right, that's weird and hipstery. And then I went home and I was like, why the fuck did he write a song about mopeds? Why is this song obsessing so hard about mopeds? And then I was trying to remember Karen Kilgariff had talked about being a kid and listening to some song and not understanding why they were so intense about this bicycle race. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, (laughs) I need to look deeper into what's Mm -hmm. going on here. Um, And it is magnificent. I feel like no conversation has come out of the stuff that I'm bringing up. No, 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 because I'm not she familiar. No, no, nobody knows. Nobody seen it. Well. Well. It's, it's his so, he's so eloquent. That I was living and dying <laughs> for this past year was what was the? It wasn't same love. It was the new one that came out with the. I I don't even remember. I'm gonna have to text one of my daughters. But <laughs> everything that they do inspires me, and I think he's unbelievable. Well, it was just you know not. I'm not that familiar with it, oh. but it was on Entertainment Weeklys, that magazine that we signed, oh, yeah. we'll get to that later, on one of the worst things of the year. Oh, no. yes. Really? I was expecting somebody yeah. to tell me that it was terrible. No, no, no. Um, really? all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wayne, I, I, Wayne I didn't I hate it, why. but he's relaying the message right. of hate. That's somebody else. Um, <laughs> I'm just for, he can't hate it. I'm the messenger. I'm literally the messenger. Next, I will shout out to uh, True TV's revamp, which, in addition to giving most of our friends jobs, uh, has also taken television comedy in a very new direction. And specifically, I think Adam Ruins Everything is an astoundingly smart show that took 
like information. I'm writing down everything that you say. <laughs> yeah, by I haven't the way. seen this. I know. Yeah. It's really well, it's the great. thing is, is I technically consulted on one episode, but they didn't use any of my jokes because I didn't sign the release early enough. So I can say this like it's not patting myself on the back, but it's basically a show that goes in and for one episode, he just upsets your conventional notions of how gifts work or how cars work or whatever. And like footnotes pop up on the, on the screen mm. and he's very like, I'm just saying one reading of this situation. If you disagree with me, tell me. And the best thing that happened in the whole season was in the sex episode. Like he's, he's like shown you a bunch of things about sex. And then he makes some joke about popping somebody's cherry. And then the girl who has been sort of like his friend and nemesis throughout the arc of the show is like, that's not how hymens work. And then the dynamic of the show shifts around and she starts telling him um, and he like comes at her about her expertise and she is billed as uh, Emily so-and-so human woman. Uh. And just it's, it's notion of like on a show that was informational and was just casting people to sort of be bodies moved around um, in in sort of like a sketch for informational purposes, it was effortlessly diverse and gave sort of like humanity and character to them and sort of had an arc for the season that like landed on an episode where one of the characters died, um, where they talked about death. And it was smart, but also smart about smartness, hmm. like smart about like, like hitting that last episode where they were contemplating death and realizing the ways that like, there are things that we don't know. And that is hard. It was good. It was good. <laughs> and Adam Conover's great. Like, that. he came out of Old English, which is this amazing sketch group yeah. that was online that they've been around forever. Raphael Bob Blacksburg, who created uh, Bojack Horseman, also in that group. Yeah. Like, all those guys are starting to get amazing shows and stuff, and they're well-deserved, so. Agreed. Um, and then my final best thing of the year is The Great British Baking Show. Um, has anyone here watched The Great no, British Baking Show? Amazing. Yes, because I feel like... The lady with the blonde hair who's really old yes. is fantastic. I'm obsessed with her. Yes, Mary Berry. Thank um, you. Yes. I love that. Okay. So the That's show right, is Mary like, Berry. it is a competitive cooking show where it's just regular people and it is the lightest and most delicate. At the end of the episode, everybody hugs. Everybody goes back Sweet. to, they go back to their home for the week and then they come back for the next episode and they've gotten to practice things. So it's not American style. We mm. have to crank all Living of these in a house. out. Living yeah. in a house. There's no Gordon Ramsay showing up and yelling yeah. at them, because calling them donkeys. Yeah. It's Britain and everyone can get in a train and be anywhere in three hours. That's, um, <laughs> That's so cool. So like, it's just so gentle and delightful and like a perfect antidote to uh, American reality television. It's just completely impossible here. It was the sort of thing where I was able to go back to my parents' home for the 36 hours I let myself be with them for the holidays <laughs> and be like, this is a thing we can put on and we can all be perfectly comfortable with what's going on. Um, those, are those are jewels, real gems. so good. And then finding out that there were five, this is the fifth which, season. What channel is it on? It was on PBS. It's streaming on Netflix oh, now. Oh, okay. What are you asking? What channel? I'm curious. Why do people I'm, need I'm to know what channel? It's, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Name it's so good. My mom loves anything British. Well, and also it's just so Darn it's that. just so gentle mm. and it's just so lovely. And like the best thing is, is like you're <laughs> you're just waiting for all of them to shit on Chetna because she's putting Indian spices and things too much. <laughs> and it's like, no, Chetna does good work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's 
it's wonderful and people flame out, but nobody's mean. <laughs> and the only the only backstabbing that actually goes on is two grandmas kind of fucking over a construction worker. <laughs> and it's delightful. So those Amazing. are my best five. Okay. Yeah. Gotta see oh that too. I know. I really very eclectic. Like if this were a situation where we were voting for a parliament, all of your picks would be yeah. In, yeah. in the parliament. I wish I had known any of those shows so I could have said something negative. Yeah. You managed anyway to okay. talk you about someone else's did. negativity. Guess what? You'll find yeah. a way. Um, well, some of the stuff has already been mentioned that was on some of my list, but I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say uh, again for the person who doesn't play any games at all. Um, and but this definitely ties into what we were talking about with world building is this um this app uh, this uh, iPad game called The Room and there's uh there's been a Room 1 and a Room 2 and this year um The Room 3 came out I, I don't know if it won best game of the year but I feel like it should or will it's certainly its predecessors have won um again I don't play video games it's not my thing but this is uh not unlike Sleep No More extraordinarily detailed truly beautiful game that is puzzles it's solve you have to solve things but um it is there is literally nothing else like it and i know that because when i finished playing the third one i was like what else is there like this and then i found out nothing mm. nothing touches it nothing comes close nothing approximates Do you it you win something at the end no it's very it's it's I don't know how to describe it. It's it a, really, really awesome. I like, saw wait, are really you talking awesome. about a game? Yeah. Oh, but it's, it's a free game? But it's, it's it, a no, game no, about it's, a woman who's trapped it. in a room with her kid? Definitely. <laughs> that's in Madonna Hughes' The Room. Definitely. That's, that's a that movie, a movie in a book. The room, Brie Larson. For sure. What's that called? This, are you that's a young child? That's The Room. You're like a the movie's person. just room. I don't play, I don't play no games. You're I don't have. You're a real I got person's age person. I'm a regular person. And you love this. This This is... Uh, I don't even know how to explain to it. Yeah. You are right. inside uh, again. It, it's like sleep no more, but it's an like app. an immersive. You you are inside of a place. You have Has to figure anyone else out played how to make it on this table. No, but I, I want you have to. to make, you're gonna lose your fucking mind. I mean, this fucker likes cool the Simpsons. Uh, so is this a don't you have to I wish I had brought my. You have to manipulate stuff in the room to get out of the room. But it's not an escape room. It's not about that. It's about it's about what do you need? You 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 you're just using your hands on your iPad. You're just like really? shifting what stuff around. What if I had an iPhone? Like, what if I had an iPhone? Like, what's this? I don't know if you can do it on an iPhone. Damn I'm not sure. Um, you, what's this? I just bought this what thing. is this combination going to be? <laughs> there was something in the room back, the last room that I was so in, that gave me a clue about such and such. Escape rooms in LA. This yeah. is like a whole thing, but that I can't keeps happening. emphasize enough. I did one of those. There was nothing else like it. Like Can this. I ask how much it cost? That's like five dollars or five something. Five American, and it kept me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long. I, I I didn't like. I'm not sure how long it takes, but there's three alternate endings I as well. Do it. And I I, I, I mean me I I feel like it's consumed like. 24 hours of my life over the time of playing it. It is well, so well day. worth the money. It's, a, it's like an app. Oh, that's or a, a human day. <laughs> yeah, just computer. go to the App Store. Okay. Go to the App Janet Store, Bar look for the room three. Does Where Janet is the Barney app store? Google, does she, does she Do Google hints? Do I Google hints? No. Oh. no, 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 no. No, I feel dirty. Right. I, I was wondering when you guys were talking oh, about wow. sleep no more. Do people Google like gorgeous. this is the best experience? Hit right. here, hit there. I, hit there, I hit tend there. to not Google stuff because I, I let me ask you this: worry about what I'm gonna Are write. there right. uh, over it, we'll thimbles? Yeah, thimbles is, made is of there sand. A version of a thimbl made of sand? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there is definitely actually, shit where you're I'm like, curious. holy shit, what is happening Whoa, right now? Very different. Yeah, it's totally different. The room three can't say enough good things about it. Room three, really, really great. I don't play any games. I play zero. You play this game. What's my code? 
Because you oh my god, yeah. What uh, you these do are you very have an avatar name? To me. These are precious. What? Do you have an avatar name? Avatar. <laughs> no, I don't think it's anything. It's not really no? anything like that. <laughs> no, not interacting with other people or anything. Please, I'm not social in that yeah. way. Um, uh, so okay, uh, the room three. Uh, I this I guess you know what I think this was still playing in theaters at the beginning of this this year because I remember it was playing in theaters when we were at Sketchfest last year. <laughs> Fetterman, uh, but I didn't see it in the theater. He's got his whistle out. But I'm positive I could because I remember looking at it during Sketchfest and going, "Oh, am I going to see this in the theater?" And then I forgot to. Um, so I'm positive it's a 2015. At least it was still in the theaters. It might have come out in 2014. Still in theaters. 2015. Song of the Sea. Song of the Sea. Is a oh. wonderful animated is movie. That? I think it's every bit as good as Inside Out. Irish, is it? It's Irish. It's from the same people that did. I think like whatever that one other super super Irish uh, kids movie that I did. Uh, Secret, 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 Secret of Kells. Secret of Kells. Never yeah. saw it. This is like it has the it has the effect of like almost like hand cut paper animation, it's, oh, but wow. it's beautiful. And <laughs> all due respect to Frozen, which I haven't seen. It, right. it the music is all Irish and it's not obnoxious. Uh, there's nothing about it that's like I'm Irish. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. <laughs> the music in Frozen is fucking amazing, I and I will Haven't stab you. Haven't I will stab it. you, Janet Varney. Haven't I do have it. questions about that movie. But like, I know that if I had a child and my what child wanted message? to watch this over and over again, I would never get tired of the music in it. And mm. I can't say that for most sea of the South. That's all. Song, Song of the, of the sea. sea. Song of the Sea. Song of the Sea. It's um, thing it's Song about of the yeah, it's you based are. off very of different. the um the very very old Irish fairy tale about Irish. selkies, which is people who oh, are also seals. Have you ever seals. seen Secret of Rome? Yes, Inish? Mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. movie. Love this it. is more magical than that. Wow, wow. Okay. It's a beautiful movie. It's more beautiful. magical I'm than in. local hero. Janet says magical <laughs> every time she talks. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> I because I want to have that feeling. I want to feel like Me a kid too. who feels yeah. wonder about things. I love and it. And I don't feel that very often because I have enchanted. a cynical heart. Uh, so Song of the Sea, The Room no, 3. Um, uh, in the true crime realm, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I will bring it up because uh, we we're talking jinx. about it. Uh, the Jinx was great. Oh, I assumed that would be on someone else's list, so I didn't put it down. I kind of lumped it into my list, but I, I focused on making it. But you don't know yeah. about this podcast, which is why I'm bringing <laughs> oh, it up yes, here, which why? is the Criminal yeah, Podcast. The Tui, the Criminal is a podcast that now comes out, I think, twice a month. They're short episodes, They're, yeah, it's NPR. just like one story. It's on. Um, Podtopia. Oh, I guess so somebody else something. is interested in the format. It's on something. Okay. I got yelled at for asking oh, that. Okay. <laughs> it's like they're like fifteen minute stories, <laughs> but it's it's it's, it's true crime stuff. It's just called Criminal, just the Criminal podcast. But oh. you should write a poem but called Criminals. It of is. Now. It's <laughs> not a podcast about that Fiona Apple song. That's exactly uh, right. Oh God, I would never no, listen to that book. podcast. Um, <laughs> I know. It's so it's 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 little stories. Some of them are they are, are very current and recent, um, and some of them are like from the 1800s. Like just here are these crazy fucked up things that happen, but because they're presented in a very intellectual this American life type way, you don't feel gross like you would. There's another podcast, and I'm glad I can't remember the name of it, but there's another podcast that's like very much like. Um, like America's Most Wanted or something. Yeah, it's like, in, like scary My music. It's like the, the, the la- you know, and that was the last thing her parents heard her say. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, I feel yeah. awful listening yeah. to this. Yeah. No, it's this so is like bad. presented in kind of an NPR type mm. voice, where it's very yeah. calming as she tells you about the decapitation of the woman that she oh found in the gosh. lake. And so there's something about it that feels like, oh no, I'm learning, guys. Yeah. I'm not just <laughs> this getting is off on horrible local fry. So this is respectable. That's right. That's right. It's very. I've become very soothed by focal fry. Those those are reporters in making a murderer are they yeah. make me hate humans. 
You know, the ones that oh, come up oh. after everything, and they're like, oh, oh so did you really think oh, that God. argument oh, worked? And you're awful. like, oh, my God, that was it's live awful. on some news station. Yeah, and chasing like after that. people yeah. when someone's died, Ugh. et cetera. No. Wow. Um, so criminal podcast, what's that? One, two, three, four. Yep. Making murderer for sure. Uh, mm. Four, I'm going to go uh, unsexy and not, it's not cool to think this is an amazing show still. It's like, it's real cool Survivor. to think The Leftovers is great. Full I like house. The Leftovers. It's great. Not Full House <laughs> and not House. Uh, it's it's super sexy to love Fargo. I, I, I All of those are great shows. I remain loyal to The Good Wife. Oh, and I still think amen. they're doing things that you won't Popular see on any right other side show. Of the table. Mm-hmm. And it's just quietly plugging away, being one of the best shows it's on television that no one wants to talk about because ridiculous. it's not it's Every not gay sexy, man I you know, know I mean? is so obsessed with it's the show. I've never show. watched it. You, I, it's wonderful. I, I sell people on this show a lot. I am obsessed with it. It's and a terrific show. I do not like procedurals at all. It's not about at that. All, but it is not about that. The it's really not. The are nuts. It's always They're like so good. topical, but not in a dumb way. Both and the, the men and the women in. roles are so well written. But she was so mean so... to Archie Punjabi. Oh, get over it. <laughs> I am delighted by whatever happened there. It's tough stuff, yeah. It's a great uh, And I noticed great. that scene because the final scene that Archie and she did together, it oh, was yeah. like they weren't together. They were in opposite <laughs> yes. rooms. But it was Alicia, like a real well, I call her Alicia. Yeah. <laughs> so I binged the show on bed rest, uh-huh. which was like my mm-hmm. whole binging period. I had 13 weeks to get caught up on like a yeah. lot of TV. And I got really into that world where I kept yeah. dreaming like a lawyer. You understand. <laughs> um, only I'm not a lawyer. So it was, oh, but I was just like in, in my yeah. sleep so smart. Uh, but so she released a statement saying that she they were together and then like some of it she couldn't be because Archie had other commitments. And then Archie released a statement saying that's not true. <laughs> drama. Yeah, a lot of drama. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it's a great show. Love it. And then um, I guess I'll end with another one that's like really, um, it's not a very cool thing for me to say again. It's not like a cool indie band. Uh, this season of Survivor, I've seen three <laughs> seasons of Survivor in my life. But what I I happen to see this season this seasons and it's like I, mean, I, I don't I feel sorry seconds. for anyone who's seen all of them because I feel bad they had to sit through all of those I've because seen all this of them. season am I crazy this it was, was the best season I think oh, really yeah. seriously awesome. yeah, that makes me want to go out of twenty five seasons good. or whatever I came to Survivor late I only started watching it because I had to watch it for Chelsea lately that show is so well produced and it's so good it's, it's a there's a reason yeah. it's been on forever. But this season, even everyone who was like Jeff Probst was like, I don't know where yeah. we're going to go from here. They tweak it every, it they so tweak it every year. Sometimes it does not work. Sometimes it does. made it so good. It's so it was meta at this point that oh, there's something about players. it that's like it was second crazy chance inside. was the theme of it. Second chance, uh-huh. so like the audience voted at the end of the first season or whatever. Like it was from a pool of like there's 30 people, people, 25 right. will make it or whatever. It was like right. most of them made it, but mm-hmm. so they voted them in as all second chances. They all played before. Most of them were players that like Had anyone won before. None of them were previous winners. Got it. So they all wanted to come back, some of which were eliminated early, a lot of which went pretty deep that are pretty good players. But because they all had that experience going into it, it was very different. Games. It was it, it was very There was different. just so oh. many surprises in a way that you see a lot of like I'll use the movie focus as an example of a of bad version of like twists that you don't even care about that you're like, wait, this is like M. Night Shyamalan twist for the sake of a twist times 50. Why do they keep trying to fool me and then surprise me as if that substitutes out for quality? And this show is there. These these people on this reality show are doing shit that you're like, that's. 
what? This is like real. This feels like a real surprise twist where you sort of are agape at the end of the show and go like, I can't believe that just happened. They were blindsides. Awesome. There were blindsides almost every single tribal council, which in most seasons, <laughs> it well, they'll, 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 let, they'll put two episodes together where mm-hmm. it just plays like you think it's going to play because people are voting in alliances right. and it's boring. It's inevitable. Like, oh, they've got like a seven to four, like, you know, whatever. You have to wait through four of those before somebody gets right. voted off with a uh, 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 immunity idol in their They're cargo pocket. shorts. Right. But this this year, like one, there's like a million immunity idols out there. But they also right. like hid them in challenges, which is the first time they've ever done it that. It was like, so oh. suspenseful. They would give the a clue season. to somebody who would find a clue, and they would think they're finding an idol. They're just digging in the da- sand. They find it, but it's a clue saying like, in your next challenge, at this one point, there will be a idol like hidden underneath a box or whatever. So like, try to grab it while you're in the middle of this massive group challenge. Because if anybody sees you do it's it, like another language. They're like, oh, that guy just tried to get an idol. Yeah. Fuck him. Let's vote him out. It or was cra- it was crazy. It's, it was really and good. the and it was a really good season of like. From what I remember from seeing stuff before, there's like a lot of sort of good guys and bad guys. And this was just like, everyone was so Machiavellian. You were like, I don't know if I like you as a person, but I really respect what you're doing. You're just like weird and evil and wonderful. And, but it wasn't, it wasn't just like, oh, the honorable person, you know, you sort of lean towards, or this person's a jerk, but they're going to, there were so many, there were so many times where I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like I anything about you other than so that the, I think you're playing this game expertly. At the beginning of every season, in the initial, uh, uh, like, titles sequence, Jenny and I each pick who we think is going to win, knowing n- very little about them. Granted, this season we had seen them all play before. I chose Spencer, she chose I Jeremy. I would have chose Spencer, too. And, like, that was two of the three final people we picked. Whoa. So going into it, we were nice. both like, well, cool, one of yeah. us is going to be right here. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I really thought Spencer was going to take it until Jeremy did that thing at Tribal Council where he talked about... <laughs> My wife's oh, pregnant. It was at home. over. It was I like you don't even them. need to see anything. It was else. like boom, bomb. Yeah. I was like, well, Jeremy just yeah. won, and he yeah. swept walked away. On a season of returning so you players, just ruined the ending. I did. Uh, are yeah. there really. fewer hot bar tenders? Really gonna watch it. What? Yeah, there weren't as many hot <laughs> people. It them. seems like <laughs> I would have watched. Except for Joe. <laughs> Anyways, great season. Yeah, good I think pick. that was five for me. Yep, good job, Janet. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. I have a question. I feel like we're running late on time, and this feels like when I. Didn't get a chance to get up to bat when I was a kid. Yeah. That it's all going to be rushed. We're going to go the opposite way on the uh, way. No, but should half. I just rub, blow no, through no, it? No. To, what's, what's, I got nowhere out. to be, Fetterman. I have somewhere well, to be, but I'll just walk out. Together, also, all... you notice with guys, for four of them, we had nothing to say. And then there was conversation. All right, I'm going to blow through this because we're late on time. I can't believe you have favorite things, first of all. Okay, first of all, I'm doing it. First of all, this is something you should know about me. Oh, God. I differ from everyone on this table in that I don't really watch television. I sample it. Like, I know what's on it. I'll see an episode or two. Even Breaking Bad, the greatest show in the last... I saw maybe five of those. So just that's the way I... I'm a movie guy. Love going to the movies. That's fine. That's great. So just, like, so I am interested, but a lot of these things, like, I kind of know about. There was a show, just a sidebar, not even, called Unreal... That I yeah, saw. I so that, good. I, I need to that see was that. a pretty good show. I need to see Constant that. I know Zimmer I'm going to love that. I yeah, love Constant yeah. Zimmer. Yeah, that was that was uh, that was just. But again, I saw three of them, and then I was like, I got it. I got it. <laughs> like television doesn't doesn't get me the way movies do. All right, let's see what we have here. Um, <laughs> open up the sealed envelope. <laughs> now let's see what we have. Well, first of all, let's talk about music a little. There's two songs I want to talk about. Okay. One, The Weekend from Canada. Yeah. Um, can't feel my face. Okay. Used to call it. I can't, or I thought it was. I can't feel my face, but it's just called can't feel my face. The sexiest yeah. music. Very. Do you know that song? 
sexiest I took music. Yeah, they're great. Girl to Jingle Ball. Saw the weekends. You did. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? Yeah, they were great. He's okay. cool. But this is the song I want to talk about. It's from a girl named Alicia Cara, and it's called Here. That's okay. the song. I don't know this. And song. she's 19 years old. Oh, Fetterman. Right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> right in my ooh. She's, That's she's, so she's, gross. She's, she's 19 years old. She's from Canada. It's okay, called Here. A theme. And it's. Uh, Wait, her name's Alicia Fetterman? No. <laughs> Wait, I was trying to write down everybody's list. That's what Cara. you wrote on Like Irene Cara. Do you remember oh, yeah, Irene Cara? Cara. Thanks for erasing the memory of my break. So my no one knows comment. my face because no. Fetterman was just here. <laughs> what is it? I it's can't called, feel my. No, it's called Here, is the name of the song. It's called The Lovely Bones. Okay. <laughs> and it's. Uh, uh-huh. This is. This song really got me when I first heard it on just going through in the car, because I like to listen to the radio as opposed to just. For some reason, I get more of a charge out of a song, even if I know it, if I hear it on the radio, mm-hmm. than if I'm playing it on a CD or MP3. Play. I don't know it why. Hey, yeah. Are you like, like, oh, fortuitous chance? It feels like... (laughs) Is that crazy? Yes. It's delightful. So anyway, this song basically is about a terrible party. And she's like, basically it's like, I'll be over here by the television while you guys are getting high and stuff like this. It's a really beautiful little song. All right. That's number one. Jesus That was a two-part number one. That was a two-parter number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is another thing. I want to talk about my two of my favorite scenes in in movies. Not my my favorite movies. I was also on television this year. Nobody even. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that would make other lists. Fucking involved. We haven't haven't gotten to the worst list yet, Pamela. We have our our worst list coming up. Wow! (laughs) Just kidding. I'm leaving. Um, I'm totally down. <laughs> so this is. Uh, Which, by the way, I also am on a television show, so I, I forgot to be offended until just right now. Right? Thank you. I and know, but I thought we were best you. friends, Guys, and I didn't even realize. Right. I was on a national right. commercial. No one brought it up. I saw you on it. You were no. playing poker. Yeah, with Kenny Rogers. Thing. With Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so <laughs> this is. These we're are my two favorite doing okay. things that I saw in movies. One was. There's a movie called The Room, which we talked about the uh-huh. video game earlier, but yep. there's a movie, and there's like, without giving away anything, because it's in the trailer. Did you read the book? No. Whoa, I, don't look at me so No, I'm telling you, this it's is the thing is, book. I don't okay. re- really read fiction. Okay. Wayne's read. not a strong reader. I know, I'm a very strong reader. That was my thing, it's but so good. I'm all about nonfiction. So all about you the nonfiction. that was my thing? What? <laughs> I'm a very strong reader. That was my thing. That was my thing. Like, I did very well. I did. I scored okay. higher on the right, SAT's no, reading. Sure. Just making Same sure. Here. Right? That was my thing. We get it. We know it's That's great. That's my thing, I'm a reader. I'm a strong reader. So There's Wayne Fetterman, the reader. The reader. So one was a a bear tearing apart Leonardo DiCaprio in a movie called The Revenant. Revenant right. Yeah, yeah. the movie like, is oh, not don't good. Talk about, no, no, the movie's not. It. Everyone knows that scene. But that rumor went around what? that there was yet. a scene where Leonardo DiCaprio gets raped by what? a bear, and then Fox had to come on and go, "No, Leonardo DiCaprio." They had to issue a statement that said, "Like, no, does he does anyone not get know raped about this?" Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Absolutely. You know That's about the thing? rape accusation? Yeah, that was it. Everyone was like, "Do you know about the rape accusation?" A bear rape? You're talking about a movie that didn't even come out yet. I can't catch up with you fucking people at all. That is not true. The movie is out. But you 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 didn't care for The Revenants? No. Why? 
Can you just move on? He looks on? like that's a stupid the movie question. Is not I'm talking about my greatest scene. That scene was incredible. It was. It was. It was uh, digital bear raping him. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was exciting. Uh, it was once exciting. again, a bear loses out to technology. Until <laughs> you're done. And then the other one in the movie, The Room, the the kid. Oh, an, uh, all right, just cover your. Just the kid escapes in a very. Oh, you, that is a, that is a. He said it was spoiler. in the trailer. No, it's didn't in the trailer. It's in the trailer. I'm not part that's of not it. That's not a. That's not a thing. I'm that's not a spoiler. That's not a thing. Okay. If, I had, if you told me that in, so, before I read the book, I would have. Hit your head. Um, no, I wouldn't. And that's about. I mean, that's it. Let's move on. That's enough. I gave like five things. I, uh, yeah. Wayne, oh. do you remember when you looked at me like I was an idiot when I asked you why you didn't like the movie that will probably win Best Picture this year? Which what? one? The Revenant. The Revenant. Oh, that's not going to win Best you. Picture. Okay, that will not win. Who best do you think is going to win? Um, the uh, what's the one about the Boston Globe? The Spotlight. Uh, the Spotlight. Spotlight. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah no, it was great. Okay. Why don't you say the ending so I cannot <laughs> enjoy anything that you guys? Okay, have first talked. of all, Leonardo this DiCaprio is a weird... has a wistful sign. He goes, huh, "That's the Revenant," <laughs> and then the credits play. <laughs> this is um, and it's a wrap. Wait till I, Will Smith I have some very controversial things on my what I don't like, but okay. I just want to say that this I felt like was the year of the Chris, Chris Pr- Pratt, yeah, Chris Pine, Chris Jenner. Hemsworth, Chris Evans, uh-huh. and Chris Evans, Mama, the four yeah, Chris's. Let's move on. The four Chris's right? of the apocalypse. Four of the apocalypse. <laughs> right? Yeah. The they're down, the they're killing it. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, so pretty. Oh. Mm-hmm. They are? Oh, shit. Wayne up. doesn't notice these things. He's so heterosexual. He only likes 19 year old Canadian. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> My. Italian. God. Chris right, Hemsworth is pretty I'm great. I'm done. Uh, guys, I There's feel like all these pictures of him holding a baby. Also, sexy uh, Chris Pratt, like new sexy Chris Pratt, oh, is yeah. so exciting. Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a doll. He has a baby, and there's... he's a real family man. Just seeing the pictures, he's so big, and the baby is yes. so little that it's like I don't know what happens in my body when I see those, but it's a lot. It's a lot at once. <laughs> we like the big daddy. The real baby. It's like yeah. I mean, I'm blushing just thinking wow. of how like that to me. I don't like. Enjoy what about porn, like but a, I Google like Chris Hemsworth baby and he has a beanie on and this little bitty baby and he's baby so just big. doesn't that's have his superpowers yet. Oh, Give it that's time. A kind of that's a porn. I mean, it feels that's like a kind porn because it's yeah. like what ends up after porn happens. It's like, it's like right. an ultimate fantasy. Yeah. Sweet big daddy porn. Yeah, oh, mm, I love it. Big old what about arms. like a Jewish guy with spindly arms holding a baby? <laughs> no, thank you. Some <laughs> people that's for something. You know, there's somebody out there for every kind of thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm done. You're up. Oh, it's on me? Yeah. Jesus. Okay, so you guys are doing your... Okay, so Cole said to me, your five most favorite things. And I Hats, didn't think it was going to be... Like, <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, shows can, I interrupt, can I interrupt one second? I also had like I a couple, don't read things a couple sports things, but I didn't want to bring ahead. that up. But I just want to just on a side note say that Clay Thompson scoring 37 points in one quarter was phenomenal. Let's go. I know everyone wants, yeah. everyone wants to join no. in. Everyone wants to join in and talk yeah. about. Hey, Sal Perez getting named MVP of the World Series as a catcher yeah. was just such a beautiful moment uh, in his his deeply broken English. You could just feel all of the emotion. <laughs> Don't talk down to me because I'm no. gay man. I know. I know. It was for the whole You're table. To I he is a. Up high, hipstery so. straight guy. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about the thirty-seven points that Clay Thompson. I can say nothing okay. about it. It's uh, that was a phenomenal series. I love when the yeah people are out there. Athletic okay, I understand. Okay, my my some of my favorite things are. <laughs> yeah. 
The amount of black people who came to my New Year's Eve party. <laughs> that was awesome. I had that too. Right? Do you? Know? No, right. You didn't say it. I know That's a great to be fair, one. It probably is a pop culture thing, though. Most of them were probably famous, right? It was no, not at all. It was just like an amazing. I think that uh, so living a good Richardson. life. It was yes. Did I get it? He came at fucking 2.30 <laughs> in the Thank morning. You. Thank you very much. Oh, How did you know? Much. Big thought, Black Uncle big, Kevin. Yeah, he's a great voiceover guy. I thought oh same God. world, you know? Why not? Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but seriously, dripping with um, <laughs> lots of different people. Okay, I took my daughter to college oh. this year. Oh. So I'm sorry, this isn't TV shows. No, this movies, is great. Right. This but is you told good. me to do it's your five personal. It's your personal things. My worst those are things. So I took my daughter to college in Chicago. I'm not going to name the place <laughs> because there's probably two, and you'll figure it out. But anyway, um, that was um, really intense and amazing. And um, she's she lives in Chicago now, and just moving her in, and then my my because I'm a single mom, and uh, you know for seven years, so taking her to college was mm. just like this huge thing. And um, my one of my best friends in the world, who I've known since I was eleven, I met her here, and when I first moved to California, she did it with me. Oh, and it was awesome. It was like, it was just this huge thing. And did you cry? I, I cried at the end, right. but I like to bury the lead Fetterman. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to, so we, we took her, to, we took her to Chicago and, um, it was amazing. Like we had to go to like cost plus and bed, bath and beyond and target like Chicago to me is this beautiful like art deco building, this stunning building that is now a Target. Uh-huh. And I spent $1,600. Oh my God. And we're like throwing shit in the basket. And it's like- That's a lot know, of pillows. <laughs> all the pillows and the sheets and the towels and the, and the clothes. And like, is this cute mom that she will never wear? Yeah. That later she's like, get from Etsy and this website. And um, Neosporin and tampons <laughs> and Plan B <laughs> and all this shit going into the thing. That's and I'm responsible like, parenting, right Thank there. Thank you. <laughs> it was it was crazy. And so the day because I'm with my friend who's like super alpha, amazing, like multitasking mom. She's like, we have to go there the day before because the day to check into college. Everybody was going there, but we had flown in from California. So we called the building and they said, well, we're going to be there like the day before and whatever. So we were like, we just have to fucking go there. We're going to wake up in the morning and go to the building. So we go to the building and, and we meet the guys and they were very sweet. And we said, we, can we, we flew in from California. Can we move her in? Whatever. And they said, be here tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So we got there with all her stuff. I'm pushing. You got these big, like, like these dump things with wheels on them. Oh yeah, those big like and I'm laundry baskets, like casters. Her <laughs> suitcases and like all this stuff that we bought and her, the stuff that I brought on the plane. And this one moment that I'm pushing these things in, 
and I keep seeing these dads like checking their sons into college and they're like, oh my God, big fan. (laughs) I love you. I love you. And I'm pushing and I'm like, big fan, can we, can we? Maybe you want to help me with the suitcases, but nobody. Everybody's oh my like, God. hey man, I love you. And I'm 5'1", and I'm alone with my daughter, oh with my, my friend, God. who just had a breast reduction, has a bad back, can't oh lift God. anything, does everything else, and I'm like, what's up? Anybody want to get in on this? And it's like, you know, you have to take the thing and take it to the elevator and go to the second floor and then take it off and whatever. But it was kind of, uh, it was an amazing thing. (laughs) And my daughter ended up going to college, so I'm super psyched. Um, I got nominated for an Emmy. Which was really sweet. I totally didn't win, which is totally doesn't matter because it was an amazing thing because I've been doing it for so long. And to be recognized in that way was incredible and my daughters told me to say that and I felt like I got invited to the party and it, mm. it's been only, you know, 30 plus years mm-hmm. to to be in that world and it felt so good. And yeah. then, um, and Fetterman was writing the, yeah. the, um, the, which one was it? The Emmys? Creative Arts Emmys? Yeah, the Creative Arts Emmys that yeah. I, um, I did a thing with Rob Corddry mm. and it was so fun. Silly. Yeah, it was silly it was and silly. it was fun. Mm. And it was, it felt really good and uh, it felt, um, you know, creatively because I'm a writer and an actor and everything and you can relate to all of this that it just, it felt um, not um, um, inauthentic. It mm. felt mm. really uh, good. Well, there's the weird way that, um, like the the best comedy and drama writing Emmys have become so strangely crowded because like late night shows, everybody's getting nominated. So it's just like seven shows and five of them get nominated. But like with it being individual by script, it's like at this point, thousands yeah. of people in the yeah. mix. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's an unbelievable kind of thing. And if you think about movies, which... You know, we all love, but I feel like I love him a little more. Yeah, I feel like it's Fetterman's thing. Yeah, keep, keep going. Keep going. Reading is his thing. You know, I mean, t- television has so surpassed American filmmaking, which is sad. But you know, you look at like all the European films and everything that's coming out of there, and what you can get on Netflix and what we can just access on Apple TV and iTunes. But um, it's just been an amazing kind of, it is a renaissance. It's, it's, it's a total renaissance. And my, my, my dad was a huge part of this when he was kind of shifting and changing. So I feel um, uh, happy that I'm still working. I'm in the improv where my dad, like, you know, was best friends with mm. Bud Friedman. My dad passed away 22 years ago. And so um, it's it's an amazing thing to, to be still working, you know, and um, to be doing what we do when everything is going like this, yeah. this yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. 
and my show got picked up. So oh, it was yes. a big, it was a big year for me. That's amazing. And I still have my divorce thing. So <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> anyway, those are my favorite things. Yay. What a good I list. My kids mm-hmm. are still alive. And thank you. Well, we did it, guys. That is part one of our favorite things. But the worst one goes much faster because no one really wants to talk about right. it. No, it's so fun. That's going to be in the It'll second part. So we'll be right back with that. Stay tuned. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.